Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless as he talks to successful real estate professionals and ask them to share their best advice ever. From deal syndicators to wholesalers, flippers, property managers, pest inspectors, and everyone in between. It's the best ever advice and none of the fluff. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor, The Door Devil. Homeowners spend hundreds on alarm systems each year, but rarely reinforce the weakest point on the home, the doors. Bad guys know this, and that's why kick-ins are so common. Simply adding door devils virtually eliminates the home security gap. Sleep better tonight. Reinforce your doors. Visit doordevil.com and enter best ever to get an exclusive 20% discount on your purchase. Hello, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Michael Quarles. Hi, Michael. Hello, sir. How are you? Doing well. Excited to have you on the show. Michael is the founder of I Buy Houses, Ugly Ones 2, exclamation mark, and of the successful direct mail company, yellowletters.com. He is a direct mail expert and a real estate uh, expert as well. He has closed on close to over a 1,000 deals or more over his 34 years of real estate investing, and he started at a young age of 19 years old. So he has been in the business and uh, has a lot of experience to share with us and really excited to hear his advice as we, uh, as we progress. So with that being said, Michael, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more background on your experience and what you're focused on now? Currently, I'm, um, I'm focused on wholesaling, uh, which is different than wholesaling or assigning or rehab flipping or passive income earning. So what basically I do is I do the same thing a wholesaler does. So I put a house under contract at 60 cents on the dollar. I, um, instead of selling it at a reduced value, I'm actually selling it at 100% value, and I sell it in the as-is condition. Most of the transactions are cash transactions to other investors. And um, it's, a great, it's a great business model for me because I don't have to be at Home Depot at 6.30 every morning getting two-by-fours and toilets. Um, I can turn my cash faster because our business is really just all about marketing and negotiation. And once we, we have a good handle on those two things, um, the low-hanging fruit seems to fall in our basket. So rather than turning that fruit into something else, most people want to take it and rehab it and, and fix it up, make it pretty. I just sell it to someone who wants to, but I get all the all the profit dollar. So help, I find that attractive. Help me understand that a little bit more. If you're buying it on 60 cents on the dollar, selling it for retail, so a dollar on the dollar, but you said that you're selling it to – uh, other investors. So, how are what are they doing to make money uh, on their end? Well, we're assuming that um, we're normal, and we're meaning that you know probably most of the folks that are listening and, and you and I, we're not normal. Most normal investors hire a real estate professional to sell them a house um, that they can rent out at 100 percent or 105 percent of value, and they're fine with that. That's the traditional way of buying investment property. What we do when we go out there and buy a reduced value investment property is not traditional. It happens to be how we do it, but it's not normal. And because I know the vast majority of investors hire real estate professionals and spend 100% on the dollar, 105, 
I want to sell that my property to that person. And that's, so that person's going to rehab it, remodel it, whatever they think they need to do to it. Um, some of them are in okay condition so they can be uh, occupied immediately. Um, but that person, that guy or gal is going to have passive income. Um, they're going to have the, you know, the write-off that they get, um, but they're not looking for an equity base. They're looking for a total tax base. And um, since that's the normal person, that's who I want to sell my property to. And there are more of them out there than there are of us. So, so why not sell it to them? Who is the typical seller that you purchase the property from? How do you find them and how do you communicate to them so that they sell it to you? Probably the, um, what's typical, you know, the, the key characteristic is they're, they all have an issue. So, uh, you know, we don't, we don't buy houses, we buy problems, we solve problems kind of thing. And so the, the, you know, I bought houses from judges and I bought houses from people they sent to prison and all kinds of other people. In all, in all cases, there was a situation that didn't afford them to use a traditional source for reselling the property or selling the property. Um, so, you know, they found my ad, they found my letter, postcard, whatever it is, saw my infomercial on TV, what, you know, whatever caused them to call me. But then through a series, you know, negotiation starts with advertising. But once we actually have a live person that we can start negotiating with, then we, you know, we pay them and we mimic them and we use some neurolinguistics and, and communicate a style that causes them to own the idea of selling it to us at a reduced value. Um, so we can actually make money at the end of the day, solve their problems. And um, it's a win-win for both parties. When somebody initially calls you or one of your team members, what are the questions, the first questions that you ask to quickly qualify if it's going to be a deal that's worth pursuing and learning more about? Sure. Um, there's four. Um, the, the first question is, is, do you have a house that you're hoping to sell? A lot of folks will call you just to wonder what we do and how we do it and why we do it. Um, second question is, is, is it listed with a real estate professional? If it is, we kick it. We ask them to call us back when, when it's not listed. We don't entice them to to cancel their listing agreement, that's not fair to a real estate professional. The third question is, what do they think it's worth? Fourth question is, what do they want to sell it for? And the third and the fourth question are are you are, are asked in a way that causes this value to be perceived by the seller in what we do. So I don't, I don't just ask, what do you think it's worth, and ask how much you want to sell it for. There's a whole bunch of dialogue that goes on between those two questions. But when I get those four questions and they're answered correctly, um, then I'll set the appointment immediately. So, you know, what time tomorrow between 10 and four or 10 or, or four would be good for me to come out and buy your house. We use a lot of embedded commands and, and pacing and on purpose dialogue. Get sellers ultimate, ultimate choice questions. So they um, can't move away from the script or the, the, the dialogue that we want. And we, we set appointments with qualified um, parties. We don't set appointments with people that aren't qualified. They're, you know, we don't need to practice this. So, we want to go out and buy houses. And based upon those first four questions, we know we actually have a candidate. What's an example of an ultimate choice question? Uh, what time tomorrow would be good for me to come out and buy your house? Uh, 2 o'clock or 4 o'clock. So they have a choice. They have 2 o'clock or 4 o'clock. They may say 5 o'clock. What I have found is, is if someone's motivated to sell a property, it's much like if, if you just broke your arm. They're going to run to the emergency room, and they're going to say, my arm's broken. Um, the people that say, well, my, you know, I'll, I'll make a doctor appointment whenever it's convenient for me. Those aren't motivated people. And we want highly motivated people that need to sell a house, that understand what we do, that also understand that they're not going to use a traditional um, means for selling a house. 
Uh, we don't buy houses that realtors can list. Um, they, it's not that the house can't be listed. The, the seller doesn't want the house listed. And so um, we solve problems and, um, and create moving wins for everybody. Michael, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Um, start. Um, you know, jump off the fence, get going. I mean, this business is, I mean, you can be tall or short or fat or, or skinny or ugly or cute, guy or girl. You can be an immigrant. You can be born in America. It doesn't matter. Um, you can have a, a, an accent so hard that you're the only one that understands you. The reality is, is if you just have desire and will and start, you'll be a massive in, um, income earner. So um, just go out there and do it. It's not hard. I mean, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Um, just put yourself out there, ask the questions, embarrass yourself a little bit, um, become uncomfortable with what you're doing, and that's okay, but just start. Can somebody start with a limited budget, and if so, how much and what do they spend it on? And then well, I'll, I'll stop with that, and then I have a follow-up question. Yeah, you can actually start this business with uh, $0. You can have negative dollars, so you could be in debt. The reality is, is you know, marketing um, is a required um, component of any successful business, but marketing can be sweat marketing or paid marketing. So if you don't have any money to, to, to buy something, to advertise what you do, you've got to get out there and tell everybody what you do. And so you don't need any money. You absolutely don't need money to buy houses. Why wholesalers wholesale um, is beyond me, because if they just knew how to buy a house, without funds because you know we have seller financing sub two financing we have option financing uh, we've had have, um, equity lenders and we have hard money lenders we have all kinds of opportunity to to buy houses with, when we don't have money and as long as we're contracting at the right price um, the money will find the deal anyway so don't let no no one should on the listening no one should let let not having money stop them from being a successful real estate investor it'll slow you down a little bit but that's okay i mean no one's going to go out there and run the marathon the first day of practice. So get going, start. Um, and don't let don't let your mental roadblocks hold you up. Just you know, crash their own. To be a successful wholesaler or wholesaler, how much time is needed, and can you do that on a part-time basis while keeping a full-time job? Yeah, I mean, even um, even when it's a primary job, it's still part-time. It's part time is relevant to, to you know someone's action and what they want to want to do in life. Um, most most people will once they understand how to do this and that they can um, have exponential growth and magnify their growth, they'll they'll leave whatever day thing that they're already doing kind of stuff because that's not fun anymore. I mean the difference between a thirty thousand dollar check and a thousand dollar check working the same amount of hours is kind of ridiculous. So most people choose the thirty thousand dollar check. Um, so it's limited time or it's, or, it's, or it's all time. It's all really dependent upon what someone wants. I mean, if someone wants to go out there and make, you know, I call it the, you know, $324,000 rule, buy a house a month, $27,000, uh, a, a deal, doing a hotel deal, you're gonna make 324,000, uh, your first year doing it. You, you don't have to know anything about what you're doing when you start, just start, understand negotiation and marketing and put some houses under contract, sell them. Uh, your second year, you're going to do 500 grand. It's pretty simple. Third year, you're not going to make any more money because you're going to be spending the 500,000, enjoying life. Um, and that's that's a pretty good life for a lot of folks. And if you want to do more, do more. If you want to stay there, stay there. Um, change your life. Change people's life that know you, love you, um, your your family, your friends. Um, go buy some houses. 
You ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure. This has been fun. Best ever book you've read? No, that's that's easy. The Bible. Best ever personal growth experience and what you've learned from it? Getting on stage. Um, it means I think I lost five pounds waiting to get on stage. Um, what I learned from it is um, internal fear is foolish. And anytime you're afraid of anything that you have control over is stupid and don't do it. Best ever success habit you practice? Um, I just do it. I'm, I'm a gorilla investor. I don't let anything in my way. Um, I figure if I don't know something, I figure out how to do it. So I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely not the guy that worries about falling down and bruising my knees. Best ever deal you've done? Oh, the last one. So before the last one, it was the last one. So it, it, that's what it is. It's, they're all normal. They're all average. Um, yeah, some of them make more money than the other ones. But really, it's the last one, and it's going to be the next one. So, I mean, I have an abundance and prosperity mentality, so I don't look at a deal and get excited about that. I look at life and get excited about that. Best ever quote? I, I love you. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Um, being afraid to turn the faucet off. Can you elaborate? So, yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's times in our lives that we think we have the Superman keep on and big old S on our chest and stop bullets and trains and all that kind of stuff. Reality is, is we don't have a stop loss and understanding what a stop loss in business is. And knowing that when you get to your stop loss to turn the faucet off, stop doing what you're doing because it's not working. You know, you know, I think it's Einstein here, the, the idea of insanity is if you keep doing something, expecting a different result, it's kind of the thing. Uh, turn it off, stop it, change, do something different, um, but, but know how to quantify that. Understand that there are rules and systems that you have to have in place that tell you that, hey, you're doing it wrong when no one knows. I mean, you don't even know, but the systems will tell you. And Michael, what's the best ever place to reach you? Um, uh, MichaelQuarles.com kind of thing or YellowLetters.com. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty internet out there kind of stuff. Buy, sell, fix, flip. Uh, we do blogs and podcasts there. Um, easy to get a hold of. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show and sharing your advice with the best ever listeners on very practical and actionable ways to get going and not only, as you call it, wholetailing, uh, but then also just the psych- psychological foundation that's important for any investor regard you know across any uh, real estate strategy. So appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you soon. Great. Enjoyed it. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then head to JoeFairless.com, where there are tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And if you want Joe to personally help you reach your goals, then go to the Work With Joe tab on JoeFairless.com and apply to, well, Work With Joe.